Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where it's getting hard to make this shit up. And thank you for being here. We really do appreciate you. I'm Daryl, a.k.a. The Beef, joined by my good buddy, the human equivalent of Pickle Ginger, Isaac Locke. What's up? Uh, what is Pickle Ginger? It's that pink stuff you get at the at the old um, sushi restaurants. You know, on your on your tray, you get oh, wasabi yeah. and pickled ginger. The shit that I never eat. I eat all the wasabi. Like, if I could take out the pickled ginger and just get the wasabi, like, doubled, I'd really appreciate it. You're one of the few, I think. Some people use, like, a dollop of it. But Isn't the pickled ginger ginger just supposed to be there to clear your palate? Between cleanse cleanse your palate. the palate before mm-hmm. you ingest another type of sushi? I'm not a sushi yeah, chef. Moving on. Yeah, I don't know. Well, today's a very special day. Um, we have a very special guest. We do. I, I even wrote an introduction for this person. Oh, my God. Um, I should have, but whatever. That's okay. Today is a very special day because we have a guest on here who is the only person I get really jealous of for stealing the love of my best fucking friend forever, Isaac. You stole him away from me. This is the head of the Locke household and mother to my favorite nephew who's not related to me by blood, Amanda Locke. Fum, fum, fum. Hello. What's up? Hi. Am I famous now? <laughs> well, yeah. well, not on Ginger and the Beef podcast, you're not. <laughs> okay. if, you, if, you, if you've been listening, you know we have like 10 listeners now. No, 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 no. I think we can graduate up to like at least 13. All right. Well, I don't want to stick with 13. Let's go like either 14 or 12 because, you know. Bad, it's a bad number. Bad luck. I don't know. I don't I don't believe in that. So Even though those living on the 14th floor, y'all know where you live. See, that's a quote from Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. Man, that's why we're friends. Who, do you know who Mitch Hedberg? Who, I have no idea. He's dead, but he wasn't murdered. Was I supposed to know who this is? No, no. He's a comedian. Okay. Who, who, he had like two albums when comedy albums were still the only thing you could I do. didn't even know that was a thing. I quote Mitch Hedberg. You're that, joking. No, right? I had no idea. Oh, see, but you're not that young. Comedy albums, like even Dane Cook. You know who Dane Cook is? Yes. See, he got popular from albums Oh. before he... Yeah. It was yeah, like I thought it was just like live stand up. Well, well, yeah, yeah, it is. But it's recordings of live stand up mm. on, on compact disc, but not so, like video. So you know Netflix specials? Probably no, no. Mm. Netflix specials? Yes. Yeah. So before Netflix specials, there were DVDs. And well, there were also the, Comedy Central CDs, specials sorry. and HBO specials. And That's yeah, pretty I fancy. I see. I think I like see Amanda's example. point. No, I'm it's I'm like going to side with Amanda. Like you just pop it into your like player and you just listen to the sound of it. Yeah, like a like. A podcast or oh. a CD or yeah, but it's just a CD of some comedian talking. <laughs> Interesting. And you laugh along with the crowd because there's a crowd there too. Oh. Mm. I realized that the drink I got today, I got a drink. I don't know if you guys can see this from from where you are uh, on this camera here, but I got an iced coffee, and it's got little ice cubes. And there's one in my mouth right now, and it's really uncomfortable because you can, I can just chew it. it. Hey? Just chew it really close to no. the mic. We'll turn this <laughs> podcast into ASMR. <laughs> okay. Don't. There was a <laughs> yeah. This is how nerdy I am. So I watch. I watch YouTube videos sometimes, and there's this guy I like. His name's Mark Rober. Excellent, excellent YouTuber. He's a used to work at NASA. He's an engineer, likes to make things. Is all about basically teaching kids engineering and wanting them to really enjoy engineering. So Mark Rober, he just admitted, not admitted, that's a horrible way of saying it. He just told the world like a month ago that his son is very is on the spectrum of autism. And so they did this whole big... He announced it. He did a video. I was crying. I couldn't stop it. It was, it was heart wrenching, but like beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then he did a, him and Jimmy Kimmel did like a three hour, you know those. It's, what's it called? When people phone in and donate money, telethon. Telethon. They okay. did a they did a YouTube telethon uh, to raise money for a company. It's called Love the Spectrum. It's like a 
autism awareness <laughs> telethon. Anyway, they had Jack Black on there as one of the guests who they had a bunch of celebrity guests. Jack Black was on there. Round to, round Holy back to where you were talking shit. about. Long story long. <laughs> long long <laughs> I was story long. See where is this so, going? No wait. Jack Black was on there and he did ASMR. He had like the ASMR mic and he he was like whispering into it. Mm-hmm. And then he like was eating pudding and like chips oh, and wow. stuff for like five minutes and it was it was hilarious. And that was it? Yeah, I guess he had to be. How there. much oh, money did he raise? They raised like three million dollars. They raised that fifty night. bucks after. That's awesome. <laughs> well, he he might have raised only that much, but what a thrilling story. Thanks. Yeah. I found, I found sixteen dollars after that. Yeah, bro, you're outnumbered right now. Is that your guys' dogs I hear in the background? Oh my god. Yeah, they're George's walking right beside us and and under the table and in whatever. It's great. That's all right. I I don't know, Amanda. You need to look look at this. I uh. I don't know if you know anyone. I know someone who is supposed to be a hairstylist, but doesn't do it. And she's let my hair go. I don't know if you can see how long that is. Wow. Uh, I'm very, I'm very jealous of people who know people who are hairstylists. Basement haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I can get one soon, but, uh, doesn't your wife do hair? <laughs> no, apparently not right now. <laughs> <laughs> not right now, but eventually she will. Yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping for one. So anyway, we brought you here today. Okay. Just to talk. Yeah. Why am I here? Well, because was I coerced? Invited? I don't know. Coerced? No. <laughs> There's no. Is that is that the right word? There's, yeah. No. It wasn't that. It's uh, we need more guests on here. Yeah. And we need more topics to talk about. And Isaac's like, hey, my wife can talk about some shit. Yeah. She can fill us in. Totally. He's like, let's get more listeners. One way to do that: bring on someone who's actually cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably right. What are you saying? Are my cousin? No, Taylor, I'm just kidding. Everyone's Aaron? really great. <laughs> sure, sure. I Sh- wouldn't know because I haven't listened. But I think it was more of a chirp towards me and Daryl, <laughs> and just that she doesn't listen to the podcast. Very true. So you don't listen at all. I've listened to a couple. And then what happened? Is this boring? No, some of them were really great. Yep. Leave it at that. <laughs> okay. And then you just dropped it. Hey, fair enough. No, I, it's because she she got more interested in other. She was like, oh, podcast is a really cool thing. And then she found other podcasts that were far more interesting than we were for her type of shit that she's into. So so and I'm assuming that's what we're here Plus, to talk about. Today. Let's be honest, Daryl. She has to listen to me every single day. That's so I true. feel like her all, taking me to and from work on her speakers in her car mm-hmm. is like not that attractive. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. It would count as a listen, though. So I'm just saying. Just All she has to do is hit play once and, and then pause. And sometimes I listen to five minutes of it. Perfect. Okay, if, cool. If that counts as a listen, <laughs> we're, uh, I'm satisfied. I will take that. No, you guys are wonderful. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank I'm you. a big fan. So, Isaac, why don't you give us a, a since you're a, a host of the show. Indeed. Um, indeed. Today, co-host. Co- well, the, you're a, I'm uh, a co-host. Yes. Why don't you tell us what's going on today? Uh, today, we wanted to well, we wanted to have Amanda on because I love her dearly, and and she always. Uh, you do. She throws jabs at me for not. We're twenty five episodes in, and she, she's like, well, I haven't been on your podcast. You've had all your friends and everything on, and I'm like, we'll my wife hasn't been there. on we'll either yet. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I, although we did. Oh, sorry, I'll let you get back at it. I, I like to interrupt him. If you mm-hmm. listen to more episodes, I, you know I do that. get. I get that much from yeah. it. Um, but. Uh, I have my wife now gave me a topic that she wants, so I'm like, okay, now we're mm-hmm. gonna have to do that too because that's the way it is. But I had I came up with a crazy idea like I don't know two three months ago that I want to do like a newlywed game. Oh with yeah, you and Isaac and Michelle and mm-hmm. me, and I'll have a questionnaire set that 
he'll or I'll ask you, and then yeah, we'll See figure that out. See who knows their partners best. Well, and just it's just gonna be funny. Funny yeah. answers. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Isaac. Continue. That's okay. That was just like a super long inter- uh, interruption, but um, <laughs> no, it's uh, she loves listening to. On that note, she loves listening to true crime. She has two true crime podcasts. One's a YouTube video too, right? Yeah. There's yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, anyways, yeah. she's, she's <laughs> we learned. In, we learned. She's also, she's also really big into the true crime like documentaries, which I find mm-hmm. really, really funny because she doesn't like watching horror movies; they scare her. But she'll watch like real life. This has happened in real life. This person was like chopped up and hidden in the bushes and like horrible shit. But she'll watch that. She won't watch like a, a fucking slasher movie, but she'll watch these like devastating real documentaries because the documentaries are cold hard facts. Well, yeah. and not only are they cold, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But not only are they cold hard facts generally they, get they caught. don't well they don't well sure no not always no. but but they don't the purpose of them isn't to scare you the purpose of them mm-hmm. is to get information across mm-hmm. i mean i feel like netflix is definitely like playing into the eeriness of things yeah like, like i think sometimes they can be music. creepy yeah well there's and that's i was gonna i i did a little research mm. like, aka i went to wikipedia and typed in true crime mm. so groundbreaking there, there's uh, yeah so there's Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's literary true crime. There's novels. Yeah, I think I learned this today. Truman Capote actually was the first one to popularize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's In Cold Blood. Da-na. Exactly, and that's he totally did that every time he was reading it. Yeah, he's like a higher pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, then that was kind of popular. It, what really changed it was I think a couple radio stations in the states. Like probably NPR, or whatever. Now, yeah, NPR. That's like the CBC in the states. Okay. They started doing docu series, kind of like a podcast, but on the radio mm-hmm. before podcasts of true crime things that have happened or unexplained, unsolved mysteries or whatever, but real. Yeah. Unsolved mysteries. I don't know. I never watched that show. But was that true crime? Is that real stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a lot of, if I remember correctly, it's a lot of reenactments, which okay. can be hit and miss. Like I think some. Some people do it really well, and then some people don't. Yeah. You can't really get past the cheesiness of it. I'd say like nine out of ten that I've seen, anyways, which is limited. But I'd say like nine out of ten times when there's reenactments, they're dog water. They're not good. I've, yeah, I haven't watched too many reenactments. It ones. depends though, because sometimes they can just like reenact or just like add things like imagery from like a scene. So it's not people. It's just like they're giving you a visualiz- visualization of a room. Um. Versus like actually having people act as as mm. these people, and the, the acting is the yeah, worst part. The acting is just. Unbiased. I have seen a few of those, and those I did see one on A and E that was fucking creepy. It showed this guy. I, I I remember this one scene. I don't know what the story was. Essentially, there was a teacher who was a creeper, and this girl was in her basement, and she looked out the window and she saw her teacher standing there, and it was like pouring rain, and he was just standing out her window. That's gross. Yeah. But that was the reenactment, mm-hmm. and I vividly remember that, and it scared me. And mm-hmm. That's probably why I don't like horror movies. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> that was the one. Reenactment. But, sorry, so, so, yeah, you enjoy them because of um, the fact that you get to learn about whether it's murder or is it all murder? Yeah, it's what? like I, I think murder is probably my go-to. It's my numero uno. Um, Mostly because the psychology behind it is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I really got into it because my dad was super into watching like those really cheesy reenacted true crime stories on like made for TV kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of grew up with that in the background. 
Um, like that A and E thing I was just yeah, talking about. Like yeah, the, just like, like so terrible. Opera, yeah. The soap opera of true crimes. Yeah. So, and then it That's just, the and then I watched a couple documentaries that kind of really hit home for me. And then I started getting into a certain podcast that made it really interesting. And, and now I'm just obsessed. What, what, uh, what's your podcast called again? Well, the first one that I watched or list, sorry, listened to was called up and vanished. It's about this guy who is inspired by, Oh shoot! What was the podcast he listened? No, it was a documentary. He wanted to be a documentary filmmaker, but then decided that he was going to get into podcasting instead. And he just kind of picked a random unsolved crime that happened in the state that he lived in, and he was like, "I'm just going to focus on this one unsolved murder and see what happens." Mm-hmm. And through his investigation, it led but, to the cops becoming more interested. But it's actually like he invests. It's not just. Oh, yeah. It's not just him having a chat with someone about the topic. No, no, no. It's it was a, like he like was investigating cool. this thing. He was meeting people. He was getting involved with like private investigators to help him with it. Um, he was interviewing people. And then through his investigation, it led to the police being more interested and um, all this stuff happening. And then the murder was solved. Because Did of he his help? podcast. Oh, wow. He didn't solve it, but because of his podcast bringing attention back to it, it ended up becoming solved. Throw a plaque on the wall for that guy, hey? Mm-hmm. That is really cool. Yeah, Up and Vanished. So good. And so it, that, that's it, what got you into the, the podcast. And then what's mm-hmm. you listen to well, one like hold on, all the time. Hold on, but stick with Up and Vanished for a second. Okay. I'm just curious because I'm genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. Um, is, it, is there multiple seasons of it? Did he just do one? So that was his first season. Um and then he has another season that he released, I think it was a couple of years ago. Okay, but it's yeah. and it's a different unsolved crime yeah. of some kind. Yeah. So there's one like that. I, I haven't listened to that. I know I probably will because I enjoy I enjoy the investigative ones. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think they're really fun. Well, not necessarily fun, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that CBC produces in Canada. It's called Someone Knows Something. They've won awards for it. There's six, I think, or seven seasons of it. Uh, the first one, it's always about a essentially a missing person's case. Where they don't know what's happened, and they've I now I I have I only listened to the first half of the first season, and it was like a couple months ago, and then you know squirrel found something else, <laughs> we'll listen to something else. I just haven't gone back, but I think I think there's something to the point that they I don't know if they helped solve crime with it or mm-hmm. or not, but yeah, there I think there's six seasons of it, mm-hmm. and they're all each one is a different topic anyway sometimes the the unsolved crimes those are the hardest for me to either watch or listen to it's because you don't get that satisfying kind of resolve in the end yeah it drives me crazy like absolutely crazy yeah i can imagine that's Mm -hmm. i i don't like that one when i watch it and i i when it comes to true crime for me it's mostly docuseries okay essentially or movies yeah but yeah. Well, if you're ever looking for another podcast, and if you're someone that gets distracted easily, My Favorite Murder is really good. Because they choose, every episode, they choose a different murder to talk about. And it's kind of a quick synopsis of what happened. And then then it's done. And then the next episode, they're talking about something entirely different. So you don't oh, need yeah. to stay engaged to one plot or storyline the entire time. And Which it's hilarious. Nice. Like, it's yeah. considered a comedy podcast. And that's, that sounds good. And that's the one that you listen to all the time. Right? Yeah. And then what's the other one you have? So, wait, those those two girls, you were saying it, it's hosted by two girls, My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. 
they, two comedians. They're two comedians. They also do like stand up, right? Or they do like live shows. Yeah, they started their podcast became so successful that they do live shows where they do their show on stage in front of yeah. a live audience. We're almost this, there. We're almost there. Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. Next next week yeah. we're we're gonna do that. Uh, COVID probably fucked Just need that up. T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work okay. your merch table. The merch is coming out soon. No, um, it's not. That's a lie. We're not getting merch anytime soon. What are you talking <laughs> about, man? You know, you got you got hookups, bro. Like we, we got the hookups. Yeah. We uh, we just don't have the money. <laughs> 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 just because I can know someone doesn't mean I get a discount. Do oh, a just... Kickstarter. Well, you know what? I have uh, I have this old Ghost Town merch sitting in my trunk of my car. Cute. Sorry, it's not like... in the trunk of my car. I sold my car on Sunday. And oh, you yeah. sold it with your merch inside no, of it No, I pulled it out on Sunday. So it's sitting in a box. Double in my prizes. Lobby, in my foyer. <laughs> what do you call that? Entryway? Entryway. It's an entryway. Foyer yeah. is a church thing, I think. Or, or in like a or like really an apartment. big Or a house. giant house. Yeah, or foyer. If we're going to get, you know. Which is it? Well, it's, foyer is probably the French. It's probably like debris the, and debris. Or no one says debris. I, I do. You I do it. Inten- I do it intentionally. Though. You married this guy? Yeah, I do it intentionally. Debris. That's like him. He's, he calls everything a chasm. <laughs> chasm. Chasm. No, but I, I also say like booger instead of booger. Anywho. Yeah. This is yeah. why my wife doesn't listen to the podcast. Because <laughs> I ramble all the time, and she just doesn't want to listen to any more of it when she's not around me. Well, I'll tell you what. The one you're gonna want to listen to, and I'll I'll announce it already. This one? Well, yeah, maybe oh. you might not want to hear yourself. A lot of people do not like hearing themselves. I want to. I love hearing myself. I'm excited. We know, Daryl. I'm probably Everyone, gonna hate it. Everyone's entitled to my opinion. You've been a ba- you've been in a band, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I've been in I've been in front of church too. You know, youth conferences. This episode isn't about you. This episode is not about you either. It's about true crime. Yeah, that's right. I know. I'm trying to get down to the bottom <laughs> of this. <laughs> We're trying hey, to get back on topic. What was that? The, so, in my opinion, I think Netflix has really kind of taken taken pole position for quality of true crime documentaries. The ones that yes. I that I've watched, yeah. the ones Amanda has gotten me to watch with her, nine times out of ten, they're okay, really I, really. I good. gotta ask. Pause. You guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was gonna say, the other. I'm excited for the other platforms to catch up. I'm not sure that they're all going to. I don't know if Disney Plus is going to do true crime documentaries, but I they think that there's, there's room. Geographic, they might. There's room for. That's true. There's room for Seriously. like uh, for expansion there with those ones, and I, and I'd like to see it because there's a lot of crimes out there that could be turned into documentaries. Um, we just watched Trial of the Chicago Seven for the second time. The movie or the the, mo- the movie? Yeah, yeah, I love that. That, that was a good movie. That movie. I know it's not about. It's not. I mean, it's true crime. It's just not. But it's murder. a biopic, right? Mm-hmm. But that I was going to ask. Does that count? That's um, a ten out of ten. It's different. It's it's a good movie. It's a different vibe. It makes you feel different. Yeah. So again, mm-hmm. that's why horror movies aren't are a lot worse than yeah. true crime because they make you feel different. Yeah, movies are supposed to evoke emotion. Mm-hmm. I guess true crime series probably are supposed to, but it's also supposed to pique your interest versus. Oh, yeah. Hey, Especially, feel like you're with these characters mm-hmm. going through this whatever problem it is or murder or whatever. Yeah. And it's yeah. usually if it's like a a docu-series where they leave those cliffhangers at the end of each episode and they really kind of like sink their teeth in, they hook you in and the next thing you know it's 6 hours later and you're and just you watch it. in a deep just, dark just like hole. everyone last year I did that with Tiger King and I got <laughs> I got in and I it's Tiger King was weird. It was, but I they didn't need as many episodes as they had. No. They kept repeating shit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it just never ended. I, I found the same thing with Making a Murderer. I watched that whole one. See, and it was, I liked it. They did. There were, there were a couple throwaway episodes, I think, though, of that show as well. There was a couple episodes where you're like, okay, hey, we've gone over this. 
but but that that show was a game changer i think especially yeah. for netflix and oh, yeah. their their like murder documentaries and yeah. stuff like that 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 show blew up mm-hmm. that went that went the virals on the netflix and yeah. uh, we watched we binged it pretty fast i'm yeah. looking forward to like the follow up because what's his name do you remember the guy's name in that the guy who's still in jail uh I the guy who committed the murder. No, the I know that there's the, allegedly the Brendan guy. I don't remember. Allegedly, I only watched. The, there's two seasons, isn't there? No, but one of them. One of them got released from jail. The younger, the nephew, got released from jail. Brandon. He's out. Brandon. Bra- Brandon. Brandon. Bran- Brandon. Anyways, um, and then the uncle, he's still in jail. But as far as I know, but he he's been like fighting for um, appeals for like years. So I'm curious if they're ever gonna follow up with a part two. I don't. Know. I've didn't they do two seasons of Making a Murder? I don't even know. They might have, but it was all, it was like, it wasn't, I don't know. Oh, fair enough. It wasn't when they were out of jail or or when the nephew was out of jail yet. One I was going to ask you guys about, um, if you've seen it, I talked to a guy at my work, he watched it. Have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? Yes. So fucked up. Was it brutal to watch? Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't. They didn't really... They didn't really. You fell asleep. Sh- I did not. You did. You. <laughs> Let's did. have this argument. Fin- All right. You Let's watched go. one episode, and there was three or something, and you fell asleep for two and three, and I watched the whole thing by myself. So and it's it not. Left- a, I thought it was just one movie, but I did. Sorry, I but did. I, no, it's it's like a it's like a I think it's a three part episode. I finished it. Series. I did finish it. Did you? I went back and finished them. Oh, okay. So maybe I did fall asleep, but I did finish them. It is like they don't really show like. It's almost like the anticipation of what you know is going to happen in some of the shit, the footage, because it's like real footage from in yeah. some of the scenes. Well, even the trailer. But yeah. it doesn't actually it. show like it just, you know what happens mm-hmm. and they, they lead right up to before something bad happens and you know what he does and you're just like, fuck. But even that though, like not a lot of, not a lot of true crime documentaries or murder docs have like footage that the murderer took. And put and on had. the internet. And exactly. Put so the fact that they had this footage and they even put these clips on the documentary, it's like pretty fucked up. And it, But it's so fucked up that you can't stop watching. And then you think to yourself, am I fucked up for enjoying this right now? Like you love it and you hate it. And so what I've heard about, again, I haven't watched it. To me, the trailer just kind of made me go, I don't know if I want to dive into that. Because you like cats. Well, yeah, but not just that. It's just. I mean, the I would, cat I would, part is a very little part yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, I know that. It's the murder. It's finding out that he murdered people and finding them on with people on the internet and stuff. No, it's not and that. And like it's, shipped body parts to like politicians. Yeah. No, I know. I've heard all about it and I read about it afterwards because I'm like, I'm not going to watch this, but I want to know the story. So I read about it. Like I was fucked. Mm. Like straight fucked. But what I heard from, and I haven't watched it, but what I've heard from a colleague of mine at work who watched it and said, the hardest part of it was them essentially the director or the producer whoever's in with the camera or interviewing people kind of remaking these people watch the stuff that traumatized them i agree yeah. i thought i come to think of it like you sensationalized just re- it a little yeah, bit. yeah. it like i was i think i remember actually talking about that with you amanda in when we were watching it or when i was anyways it was uh because they were emotional again like when they're showing them this footage again and mm-hmm. they're making these people watch it again well, and it's they, something that traumatizes are, them they're getting emotional again and i'm like do you really need to put them through that a second time? You know what I mean? Like fucking Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't That's... like cathartic. Like it wasn't healing in any way. No. I don't think, I think it was just sensationalized a little bit. Yeah. And just like, Oh, you watch this video and it, it, it hurt you mm-hmm. here. Watch it again. And let's see your reaction. To We're getting it. good shit from this. That's well, and that's what I'm it's terrible. I'm wondering, do you, do you find that with a lot of these, like the ones like 
that first one where they helped find. I, sorry, what you, what was it called? That first one you talked about, the where it was one season and they helped find that the the murderer. Oh, the that podcast? was a podcast. Yeah. But what was that called? Um, Up and Vanished. So did they on those ones? Did they kind of sensationalize it, or is it more? No, it his his podcast was very like it was just him. It started off very low budget, and as you listen to the series, you can hear it increasingly get like better, like the production value of it if oh, you yeah. will but no if anything these people were grateful that he was there they're like thank you for coming in here and making a difference and mm-hmm. putting light on something that people stopped paying attention to and that's i think that's the like that's that someone knows something that i mentioned same thing yeah. um, cbc shockingly like they have an app i don't know what it's probably cbc podcast or something they have a free tv app they have a free podcast app and they have a lot of the radio shows on there, but they have a bunch of true crime podcasts, uh, different ones by different people. Obviously, they're journalists. I say that in quotes because it's CBC and some people out there don't think that they are. I like it. Um, I could care less what other people think, but <laughs> they're they have some really cool ones. So they have and some that are fucking creepy, but you can download them on your phone. So I do that and I'll listen to them. Um, the someone knows something one's. They, they, like I said, they won awards, and I think they might have helped people, or at least I mm-hmm. remember hearing clips on the radio of them saying, "Thank you for asking these questions, for going out this yeah. way, because people, um, mm-hmm. people are sorry, uh, I forgot what my train of thought, but people are are happy that they're shedding light on the topic, on their missing family member, on yeah. whoever." I think that's pretty cool. And I'm sure even with like some documentaries too, it probably gives people a space to tell their story, which where, is nice. Where they've talked to the, tried to talk to the cops 20 times. And they and, didn't listen. And these people are giving them like their full attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then, well, so there was another one I listened to on CBC called The Band Played On. It's a bit different. So I guess our murder and crime ones, is that kind of where you, or abduction or whatever, missing people, is that kind of where you... Stop. Do you go into other topics with your, with what you enjoy with, for with true, true crime? crime? I've never been into anything like gang or drug mm-hmm. related, um, or like that type of crime. Yeah, I'm definitely more into the, the awful stuff. So like the ones the assaults and the murders. There was the, there was the one kidnapping. There was one that's that shows the kind of person you yeah. are. That's 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 Amanda. Uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't say there's there's been one. There's been a couple, but. Sometimes I question like why she watches some of these because there's there was one recently and I don't know I think it was just a TV show, but it was like you you were like fucking upset. Oh no, that was a TV show. I was upset because TV shows and movies they make you feel a different way. So it was they, they it, it was it a fiction. Feel more real. It was a fiction. It was still TV about a, yeah, yeah. it was still about a murder though. Yeah, yeah. but it was the but way she was that like they physically shoot it. upset. And then she shut it off and she's like, I need to go to bed. Yeah, because it was they just make it feel like real life. Because of these people, you see the emotions firsthand. Yeah. When you watch a documentary, you can see gory photos and you can hear about what happened, but you don't see the emotion on the person's face as they're Real like time. getting killed. Yeah, I get I get yeah. what you're saying, but I think what I'm th- what I'm saying is like just your choice of genre at that time of night. Like you're going to bed and like your calm down shit is like this chick's gonna get murdered and i'm like fuck you're well how can you how can you listen to that or how can you watch that right before bed like that's upsetting it's not relaxing 
Yeah, don't judge, man. Slightly yeah. judged. I have, and then there was one. There was one. I was a podcast. Why we did you invite to. me here? <laughs> we were. He's we just were, here to. He's just here to <laughs> pin you in the corner and just and just shame you. We were shame driving you for what uh, you watched before bed. We were driving to uh, when we were driving to Banff. We were listening to the, the My Favorite Murder, I think. Yeah. And there was one that they were talking about that I was like, Jesus Christ, this is dark. Like, yeah, some of them are intense, but I don't know. I just kind of. I also probably equate it to my strong fear of dying. Maybe it helps with my anxiety in some way listening to these things. I don't know. That's fair. So, you know what's funny? I'm going to I'm going to just look at my notes from today cuz I did read two articles about this. Um a big reason why people like it um is according to research published, well first according to research uh women are way bigger fans of true crime than men. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 75% of true crime fans are women. Yeah. Crazy stat. It's probably because that's the same percentage of women being the victims of these. Very crimes. could be. Yeah. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a tools. They're gaining tools on what not to do in situations. To that's not so die. that's one theory for why that is. And I'm quoting the article. It was, I think it was people. So it's not like a real mag. It's not like a real, <laughs> it's not like a, what's it, what's the word? It's not like a, a peer reviewed journal, but, mm. but whatever it, it is, it is what it is. But what they said was, uh, one theory, even though men are statistically more likely to be victims of violent crime than women, with the exception of rape and sexual assault, women may feel more vulnerable to attack and therefore more inclined to gather intel on how to survive a true crime scenario. Mm. Mm. So exactly what you just said. Yeah. Yep. I'm really well equipped. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, Extensive ex- research. Experts say watching true crime can be oddly comforting, a way of reassuring yourself that such a terrible fate could never befall you. Because we're safe. from the article as well. Yeah, sometimes it almost feels like, how can this be real life that this happened to somebody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or for me, when I'm listening to that stuff with you, I'm like, how can somebody like, how how can somebody in real life have done something like that yeah. to another person? Like it blows my mind that somebody could physically do some of the, like that one where the dude like uh, drugged that girl or knocked her out with a sledgehammer and then put her in the back of a vehicle and then when she. Like he raped her, I think, and then when mm-hmm. she was getting it, he like let her out of the car, and she was like, "Just let me go," and he's like, "I'll let you go," and mm-hmm. he like chopped off both her arms, yeah, and then threw her down a fucking in- a, cl- a cliff, and she survived, and she didn't Fuck. die, yeah. and this was in the middle of nowhere in like the That's desert. Terrifying. She, she was like, how climbed, old? She st- she shoves her stumps into the dirt mud. to like clog or like she she did like block the yeah mud clots. Like, so she didn't bleed out. Climbed up the ravine and like walked home naked with stumps for arms well she walked like, until she got picked up I think. well yeah but yeah but still how fucked up is that can you now yeah how fucked up is it how fucked up for that person obviously but how much trauma was involved with the person who's driving down the road and sees this on the side of the road and goes, so someone did and they kept driving they because were they were so freaked out yeah they had no idea what was going on and fair enough like, what, like obviously like, yeah straight I, out of a we, horror movie we would all like to think that Oh yeah, I'll. I would totally yeah. help that person. But if you're in that situation, yeah. if I'm driving down the highway and I see a, a woman or mm-hmm. a teenager, what I don't know how old she was, um, whatever, just a a woman with no arms, naked, walking, bleeding, mm-hmm. limping, probably crying, mm-hmm. trying to get my attention, I would be like, uh, it's kind of freaky. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would. I'd like yeah. to think that I'd be the the savior and try to help them and take them straight to the hospital. But I don't know. But speaking of citizens like saving the day, have you watched night stalker or know anything about Richard Ramirez? I know Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. And like how, how he, how he got 
caught essentially. On Netflix. It's really good. It's on Netflix. So yeah, Night Stalker on Netflix. It, it the way it's done is really good. Is it a docu series or is it a biopic? It's a docu series. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's four episodes. Um, the way that it's done, they did a really really good job with it. It's visually stimulating. It's super interesting. They focus on the cops who solved the murder quite a bit and what they endured to kind of figure this out. But Richard Ramirez was a terrible serial killer. He would break and enter in the eighties. People were terrified in the city. No one wanted to live there anymore because they, sorry. In LA. Yeah. Yeah. No one wanted to live there anymore because they were worried that they were going to be next because he didn't have a target type. Everyone was at risk. And then they finally figured out who he was and Richie was on a bus to go to Phoenix, Arizona or something to see his brother. And that's when the news came out with this is who it is. They plastered him all over newspapers and on the news and everything. And like nationwide. Yeah. yeah. So then Richie's brother wasn't there. So he's like, oh, well, I'll go back to L.A. So he took the bus back to L.A., got off the bus, went to a corner store, saw his face on a magazine ran out tried to hijack a car from a woman and started like beating her or something and this guy was like to his two sons like that's him go get him and they chased richie ramirez down the street and the whole town kind of like congregated and like caught him and pulled him down and started beating him and like held him there until the cops showed up yeah good for them they just shit kick him until the cops showed up if you were there can you imagine being there can you imagine you being there with you 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 and sullivan are at the gas station and you see this murderer that you talked about go get him boy if he's like an 18 year old <laughs> and he's like pretty strong then why not then right maybe, yeah yeah i don't know I, when you said this guy said, yelled at his kids i immediately pictured like no. two five-year-olds just running no no, no. i think they were teenagers okay fair but enough but still like i think that's pretty remarkable because that, that doesn't happen that often yeah Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah and they, uh, although on the flip side, you could be worried that gang mentality would kick in for all these people and they would just beat him to death. Yeah, but at that point, yeah, you kind of deserve it. No, what what yeah, this guy I mean, did, you know I'm what, sure the cops wouldn't even have cared. Do you know what I think is even kind of even more twisted and fucked up beyond someone like that? Is that when he was in jail or when he was on trial and he was in jail, whatever the timing was, there were women like, sending in mail to him they love locking over him they're sending in nudes love letters all this shit being like i want to marry you and it's like this guy literally beat raped killed like all these different women children fucking old ladies Mm -hmm. and you think somehow you're attracted to somebody like that what the fuck is wrong with people have some weird things satan well it's the devil no Well, that's yeah. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> but um, s- speaking of speaking of Satan, no, there was a couple. I was gonna. <laughs> I know, right? Satan, uh, our special guest. No, there was <laughs> special guest. No, seriously. Speaking of Satan, there was a uh, CBC had. I, I specifically wanted to mention three other podcasts that I did listen to. Um, two of them were fairly uncomfortable to listen to, but they at the end you get what you're hoping for. Mm. You get the answers you're looking for. Uh, the first one was, say, it's called Satanic Panic. I don't know if you guys heard about this. There was a little town in Saskatchewan in the 80s. Like, Satanic Panic was happening all over America, right? They thought Twisted Sister was Satanic because, you know, they had makeup on and they were, we're not going to take it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so in Saskatchewan, there was this whole, you, you have to listen to it because it's crazy. They, like, a whole town kind of 
converged that there was a satanic group that was like taking kids and like from a bait or from a, a daycare and they were taking kids and they were sacrificing them and they were doing all this stuff in Saskatchewan. Were children actually going missing? No. Oh. No, but some kids, a bunch of kids said, so, and maybe there was just a, unfortunately, maybe there was a, a predator that mm. was, that was, you know, abusing these kids. And that's why they all kind of had stories. But at the same point, they also go from both sides of the family who was accused of it. And it ruined their, then, then the kids started pointing fingers at like many, many, many different men in the town and some people that ruined their lives and they weren't part of it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's a, it's a whole series. So it's, it's definitely worth a listen. Satanic panic. Satanic panic. Interesting. Yeah. On CBC. Yeah. I'll send Are you, you sponsored by CBC? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, well, if I was, I'd be sponsored by you because you're taxpayer, your tax dollars. We're definitely gonna have to hashtag CBC in this one. Yeah, for sure. Well, the next two, one, one of them is called, um, and these ones are a bit different, so they're mm-hmm. not murder. Um, this one is a docu series on. It's called, uh, and the band played on. It's pretty. It can be pretty brutal. It's not graphic, but in any way, but it tells the story. There's, I think, like three generations, about forty years or fifty years of a town where like there was a band teacher who was sleeping with his students uh with male students or or like abusing them and then a gym teacher at that same school who was doing that and then another band teacher came in later and he was with female students and like just the lengths that they would go to like the gym teacher going on camping trips in the summer and he would like go into all the different tents and it was horrible yeah but listening to the people especially the um uh, some of the victims now like being able to talk about it mm-hmm. and same thing that we were talking about earlier they were happy that someone's shedding light yeah. on on that situation yeah um so that one was pretty it was very interesting it was a bit hard to listen to the next one that I, was super hard to listen to but really informative and really kind of shed a lot of light on 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 a side of the world that we it's kind of taboo you don't talk about it but it's called hunting warhead or finding warhead and Warhead was a, we found out he's a Canadian guy from like Toronto, a kid, probably in his mid-20s, who was in basically in charge of one of the world's biggest child pornography rings. Oh. It, and and they, one thing I learned from that, and I will stick to this, is that it's not, you don't call it that anymore. It's called child abuse materials because that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. not, pornography is a thing for, I guess for, in general, for yeah. pleasure for people. Exactly. So we don't want to associate it that way. But it was it, it. They didn't get it. It's not graphic by any means. Like they don't get into any of that stuff. Um, but they just talk about how, like, a Norwegian hacker guy and this journalist basically kind of cracked the case. Oh wow! And how it went around the world and through servers in Australia and by through companies and all this stuff, and they they kind of cracked it. Holy it crap! Very. It's it's difficult to mm-hmm. listen to, but like. In terms of journalistic integrity and, yeah. and like the yeah the they outcome right. in the end, you know you get the outcome you're hoping for. Mm-hmm. But these That's fuckers intense. got arrested, and oh, you know yeah. you know what happens to people like that in jail. So oh yeah, yeah they're not gonna have a fun time. Well, on a lighter note, then I'd say <laughs> another yeah. one I had list, have listened to from time to time is uh, called Crime Beat, and it's is a, that the Canadian one? Yeah, it's Canadian. She's, I mean. I hope she's not listening, but she's got a kind of a weird voice and she talks weird. They all but do. she does so uh, do we, bud. <laughs> that's true. But she does cover like a bunch of like Canadian 
mur- like the most infamous Canadian murders and like serial murderers in in uh, the country. Um, the ones I listened to obviously was the Brent the Brentwood. She goes over the Brentwood Five. The Brentwood stabbing, like was that in Calgary? Yeah, it was in Calgary. Yeah, that was that University of Calgary. The guy who was like whacked out, like he was kind of had like a mental unstable. He had a mental crisis. He was. I've never even heard of that one. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. The kid went to a a party and then uh, you know after hours of being at this party, he like stabbed five people. Oh yeah, he thought there was like an apocalypse or there was vampires. No, it was like maybe five years ago. It was, I think it was more than five years, but it was within, it's been since I lived here, I think. Yeah, but it's, sorry, it, maybe not 20 years ago, but it's the one that they just built a park for the victims of oh, okay. that. Cool. Okay, cool. I, I think that, down yeah. in Riverbend or whatever. But yeah, she does, she does like uh, a bunch of like, almost, like there's local ones, like Calgary local ones, but there's also just like Canadian, other Canadian ones. It's actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Some of them are hard to listen to too, but yeah. There's yeah. some pretty messed up stuff well, that go on in Canada. Like a lot of the big serial killers that you hear about are all from the States. Like when oh, you we think, have our fair share. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, think but, of Robert Pinkton. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's some people in Ontario that have done some pretty messed up stuff. And Yeah. Remember that guy on the Greyhound in Manitoba? Oh, yeah. That was that was not a serial killer, but... No, but that was... That was, was fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember listening yeah. to the news that day going, holy yeah. shit, I'm never going on a Greyhound bus again. He got out. Did he? I think he's out. Yeah. But, well, there's something to be said. I was listening to another podcast today. They were talking about the other side of it. They mm-hmm. were talking about the fact that in history, we are at a place where there is significantly less violence overall. Yeah. It's more glorified. It's more talked about because of internet, podcasts, social media. You can mm-hmm. see it more, but there is overall less. Less of it. Uh, especially less per capita. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something. Well, that's good. It means so, my chances are, are better now. <laughs> Theoretically, and you're more, and you're well equipped. Yes, so I'm well equipped, and there's yeah. less murder. You can't do. You, I'm good to go. I mean, I mean this in a, I'm dead serious. Just curious, yeah. Especially when you used to live like downtown Calgary. I don't or, walk outside at night by well, myself. When you did, or if you did, did no. you put your keys in between your fingers put my keys in between my fingers, or I had my phone like ready to go to turn on, like mm-hmm. to call somebody, um, or I would like put heavy stuff in my purse so mm-hmm. that I could swing it. I've, but I often didn't walk home alone at night by myself. Yeah. To be, and you know, people might, might be mean to me about it, but I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm at, I'm at night and I'm walking in this dark. I'm it's fucking creepy. Scary. Scared. Especially if scary. you can hear your footsteps, but then you hear another set of footsteps and then you're like, Oh my mm. God, this is it. I'm going to die. <laughs> Did you ever get that in your, in your own home? Do you ever feel that way? G- like I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah. She won't, she won't come out of the basement with, with turning all the lights off. She'll leave the yes. lights on down here because she doesn't want to come upstairs. And then dark. I run. I That's, run really fast. I I don't do that anymore. I've <laughs> kind of got past that. But uh, my entire life growing up was that way. I would, if I was turning off the lights, I would be running up the stairs as mm-hmm. fast as I could. I and challenge. Then I'd turn around when I get upstairs. I challenge anyone who's up for it to see if they can do it or see if anything, it strikes a chord. Go to your basement if you have one. Turn off all the lights so it's pitch black in your basement and then just slowly walk upstairs. And you tell me you don't feel like there's eyes in the back of your, on the back of your head. Yep. Oh nope. yeah. I don't want to. That's, That's that came out wrong. I feel the eyes watching you, not yeah, on the back of your head, but whatever. No. It's people, scary. People in bit. the background watching everything we do. I mean, I, well, people I, as soon who as I want to murder, they know how to get into your house. People that want to murder. People yeah. that want to murder. Get a security system. They will get system. in there. Get a security. They don't system. care. They know how to disable it. It's not so, true. They're they, stupid. They can hack it, bro. They're dumb. They fucks. can do it. No, most a lot of serial killers are actually really intelligent people. 
that's with so, head trauma when I and was probably childhood trauma, most, most likely, likely childhood, childhood trauma. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I was younger, I, I was fascinated by serial killers. Same way that, mm. that you are like, um, for some reason, the John Wayne Gacy story. Oh, well he is just, just a piece of work. He's a piece of shit. Ew. He's a horrible person. Ugh. Do you know how to spot a serial killer? Is this a joke? No, I'm serious. I learned this. It's a, clown a, it's a, it's a scientific. <laughs> this is a scientific Someone's called fact. Pogo the Clown. Don't let them in. This is a scientific fact. Yeah. If you yawn and there's somebody looking at you, like you're having a conversation with somebody, if you yawn and they don't yawn, in, it's not contagious to them, they're probably a fucking psycho. No, it's not psycho. That's, it's sociopath. I'm, I'm believing that Same that thing. is definitely not um, <laughs> well, so, science. So what they're saying is- <laughs> I don't believe that. No, one. what they're saying is, is that you- it's a it's apparently it's a sign of a sociopath if someone doesn't yawn when you yawn because you lack empathy. I am gonna every time I watch typically someone yawn, lack empathy. They're gonna, narcissists and they're not empathetic. Yeah, fair enough. Every anytime I see someone yawn and I'm looking at them and they're looking at me, I'm gonna try my best not to yawn back. I just I try to, that I try to, to do that sometimes because I'm like <laughs> I don't want this person to think that I'm like creeping on them. Yeah. So I'll like try to hold my yawn and then my eyes just start flickering and, and, and watering. <laughs> Apparently, um, the, the trifecta for a serial killer is Sneeze chronic bedwetting, um, a childhood brain injury, and what's the, oh, shoot, what's the other one? Might be like abuse to animals or... Abuse to animals is typical for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. but that's chronic bedwetting apparently is a sign of... Chronic bed... What is the mm-hmm. definition of chronic bedwetting? You wet your bed every night. Every night? Well, is I would like imagine a, is there like it's a number on, chronic. on chronic. Well, I would I would say it's probably if you have all those things because there are some people who just have oh gosh who are I'm not I'm oh, not this saying kid, if this you kid wet your bed you're every a night. serial you better, killer. You better throw them in jail. No, no, no. I yeah. think they're just Proactive. saying that's very common among serial yeah. killers to have all of these afflictions. So, if I, you will, yeah, I get that. Um, I just this is kind of a weird question. I'm gonna but I'm gonna ask it. Do you have a favorite serial killer? Like uh, that sounds or like horrible, a, or like a favorite, you know, serial murder story. I don't know. Like, does that sound bad? Just asking it that way. I think that a podcast I, so. Mind so what happens is when That's I when true. I watch when I watch these shows or documentaries or listen to these podcasts, I'm also really good at shutting them off afterward. I don't obsess over them. I kind of, if I need extra information or do more research, I do that in the moment if I want more info. And then when it's done, I just kind of like shut it off. So I actually don't really remember a lot of facts or information from stuff that I've seen. Um, Makes sense. But I don't know. Like, I think that some of them are far more fascinating than others. I'm not the type of person who's into like Ted Bundy. I think the well, how, just, how just much like- Ted Bundy is into himself just like Richard Ramirez, just there was, like, there was a lot of people off. who were into Ted Bundy. Yeah, exactly. He's an attractive guy. They people love apparently, him. but I look at photos and I'm like, he's not my time. Yeah, well, you're, you don't have that murder <laughs> fetish. <laughs> we all know. I? We all know you like that pickled ginger. Yes. Sitting right here, baby girl. He's so sunburned. Is he? I don't know if you can see through the video. No, but it doesn't look like it. Yeah, oh, I, I, so I went for uh, I went for a round of disc golf today, and then that round turned into a second round at a different disc golf place because they're pretty quick rounds. So, yeah. so my pickle ginger comment, like that pink stuff on the plate, that works so accurate. Awesome, right now. perfect. I like it. Yeah, I got um, it. Like I got like a half moon sunburn because I wore a backwards hat. 
and my forehead got burned, so it's yeah. pretty sick. But at least you don't... Do you wear those backwards hats with the holes in them, the snapbacks? I did, but it was high enough that the snapback didn't... Luckily... I was on the hair. It's, it's a favorable t- uh, sunburn, let's just say that. Does, it's not, it's not like a goggle Do you see in the video his highlights that are poking through? No. At the front, the front of his hair is just slightly lighter. I think that's where it was poking oh, through his burned, hat. Burned perfect. He's got these beautiful highlights in his hair now. Natural highlights. Gorgeous baby. Um, the other, Gorgeous. the other side of of and this, there's both documentaries and um, for biopics, I guess mm. about about them is like some of the cult stuff. Do you like do you like any of that? Like the the true crime in terms of cults. And- I think it's interesting. Like, did you watch Wild Wild Country? Watch. I didn't watch. I don't think I ended up watching the full thing. Me Same neither. thing as you. I kind of yeah. got distracted by a squirrel and forgot <laughs> to keep watching. Um, and then also the whole like everything around. Um, oh, what's his name? Manson. Warren Jeffs. Oh, Charles Manson. Manson. Yeah. Yeah. See, was, I, was interesting. I, I, just I, the way the, that these people pull them in. Yeah, and they, they're, they're, they create they're charismatic. These ideas and, and I can't wait for the documentary uh, on Alex Mack and what's his name? Uh, oh, Nexium. Yeah, there's like four of them. Oh, there's there's a documentary series on Prime. I think it's called Nexium or Enter Nexium. There's CBC has a, a documentary series on Nexium uh, on the podcasts, and then I've seen another one on Spotify as well. Well, so there I'm, is they're out there already. Well, clearly shit. on the fucking ball here. I will I will find them and send them to you so you can okay. so you can look at them. Sure, yeah, um, my fingers don't work. I'm not good at typing in Nexium. Well, it's like N V X. I don't know. <laughs> it is spelled fucking weird. Um, no, there's one that I watched recently about Warren Jeffs. Do you know Warren Jeffs? Because mm. we we all have a friend, a friend of all of ours who uh, is it's Warren Jeffs is like the leader of the FLDS, like the the fundamental. Latter-day Saints, like the weird. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know weird. anything about that. No? Okay, so no. it's like it's like the weird side of Mormonism where they have mm. like uh, like polygamy cult kind of thing and like teenage sister wives and stuff and all that creepiness. Anyway, there's a documentary series about Warren Jeffs, and he was the guy who was in charge of the United States side of it. Then there was, in Bountiful, B.C., there was like, the Blackmore family and I think they gave one of their daughters to be married to Warren Jeffs and whatever. Anyway, the it's nuts. They had like compounds in different places, like where they were like hiding money and moving families around and oh, wow. yeah, that one is pretty crazy. And then one that's not a, <clears throat> sorry, it's not a, it's a biopic, but it's not, it's not a, I, I don't know too much about it, but it's basically that Waco, Texas story. Starred Taylor Kitsch. I do you know Taylor Kitsch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's really. I think it was on Netflix. It was really good. What was that? What was that place called? Didn't it, didn't that place have a name? I can't like remember. The, I, what I like the compound or whatever. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what's one I'm talking about, Isaac? Yeah. Wasn't it called Waco? The the show. Yeah. Yeah. The show is probably called Waco. I don't know what the. I don't remember the guy's name, but I know who you're talking about. I know what the. I know the incident that you're talking about. Then they they ended up shooting tear gas in it. It went down. Oh, went up in flames or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like a bunch of like the family some members die and stuff. They were yeah. called the Branch Davidians. I just um, looked it up here. Mount Carmel. Center. Mount Carmel. Okay. Yeah. David Koresh. David yeah. Koresh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was kind of. I watched that movie, and again, mm-hmm. because or the I think it was a movie. Maybe it was a series. I can't. Remember. I think it was a movie. Yeah. I could I don't be know. wrong. It, I think there was episodes. Okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it was doesn't matter. I watched it, and because it's dramatized, you fucking get involved, and you yeah. are in there. And It just I was hits crying. Different. Did you watch it? 
I I think I can't honestly can't remember. I don't think we I don't think we finished it. I think we started it, but we didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah. it's a series. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a series, series. yeah. That's yeah. what I said. Because I think we watched one episode <laughs> and then didn't it was keep a watching show. it. No, yeah, I said it was a TV show. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you, you said it was, it was a movie. movie. No, I said it was a TV show. Well, let's rewind the tape here. <laughs> yeah. <I'll>, we'll <laughs> find <laughs> out. That was a good... Are, are you an not impressionist? Like, <laughs> not, like, not like real time. <laughs> Amanda's... Uh, she's working on her impressions and I like it. Um, I'm not working. I need another job. There you go. I guess, yeah. Fucking. You are working. You're just working from home. That's... Yeah, there you go. You're working from home. Um, what? No. Not allowed to no, mention no, that? No. <laughs> I miss working from home. I'm so busy at work right now. Oh. I just miss it. Boom. Yeah, I wish it was wintertime again. Privilege. That's a fucking <laughs> bad, a bad complaint there, bud. Yeah, Whatever. Like, you got a job. Um, be happy. Anyhow, back to murder. No, no. I think we're almost done. I just okay. I, I wanted to talk. Do you guys, do you have anything else you wanted to mention? About murder? Well, about Don't anything. do it. Yeah, there you go. Good. <laughs> Don't murder people. <laughs> Don't do murder. Don't do it. It's yeah. Bad. Yeah. No, go I, see a therapist. Don't gonna murder do them. It, if, if you're going to do it, murder bad people. Be Dexter. Oh, like That's a, a vigilante show. kind of thing? Yeah. Like, so is it going to be a mini series? Is it going to be one episode or is it going to be like a whole series? The new Dexter? Dexter, Dexter? I hope it's a new series. They haven't announced what it is Feels yet. Canadian. Feels he like looks, he like he looks very fled to Canada. What at the end of the series? Yeah. Have you seen the preview for it? No, there's a preview for it. There's yeah, like a very, there's like very... an axe and and, yeah. and well, snow. It's like that's a how teaser. the last one ended. It's oh. a teaser. See, I never watched the last. Oh yeah, season, no, the, the last think. one. I think it was even after the credits. They just showed there was a sorry cut spoilers. Canada? There was a cutscene at the end of the yeah. the last episode. And he had a big beard and he was and then they basically that's so Canadian with this little teaser, Daryl, from someone who's actually seen the last. Uh, series or season um, it basically makes it look like they're tying directly into like him catching up with him right after the last season there you go that's mm. what do I think of that I'm I'm fine with it I'm excited for mm-hmm. it hopefully they can write some it, wrongs yeah write mm-hmm. some wrongs hopefully yeah tie well, up some loose strings there's some strings that I fucking want them to tie up because he went north he should have went south anyway we, we I mean, don't he's already give... in Florida no but but do you know I'll, I'll talk to you about it off the air because uh, I don't want to spoil it for people because it's worth watching. We've been spoiling if there's gonna shit. Be a new one. We've been spoiling mm-hmm. shit since day one on this podcast. All right, fine though. then. He's his his wife and kid go south. Mm-hmm. He should have went and found them in Venezuela or wherever it was. But then instead they're of going at, up they're north. in danger if he follows. No, but she's a serial killer and she's not even the mother of his kid. He needs to go support his child because oh. his child sat through the murder of the child's mother just mm-hmm. like Dexter did. He needs to be there for his kid. It's fucking. I'm pissed about that. It's fucking showrunners. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I am upset. I'm gonna call. I'm me gonna call Showtime. Me and Daryl were very attached to Dexter when it was on the. Aww, yeah, he's Pops. cute, right? Am I right? Mm. He's a ginger. Mm. Mm. No, mm. I just like the way he uh, smells. I like the way. He, <laughs> the way he kills people. <laughs> I like the way they always sweat. I like the in way Florida. he uses a knife. The, the, wow. <laughs> Um, so side note <laughs> to everything, um, there's a new movie on Netflix. Tell me. Totally not about murder. I can't wait. Is this going to take movie. 10 minutes? No. Why are we talking about kids movies? Just right trust now. me. I watched it the other day. It's called Mitchell, the Mitchells versus the machines. And it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Sounds boring. It, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is so good. It is so good. The Mitchells versus the machines. Yeah. Okay. It that's, is all amazing. I, that's all I want to hear. I want to, I want to check it out. Cold. Yeah. Do it. Do it. It's Can amazing. Can you give me a quick synopsis? I won't give you a synopsis, but I will say I will say you watched. Mm. Have you seen Spider Man into the Spider Verse? No. Well, maybe you haven't. Isaac, you've seen Spider Man into the Spider Verse. No, he hasn't. No. 
<laughs> you joking? I fell asleep. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, and that's a wrap here. Amanda, why don't you give us a code word? Um, Nugget. I like it. Thank no, you. Nugget. It was either that hip. or butthole. I don't know why butthole popped into my head. <laughs> nugget Fire or butthole. There, I like it. Okay, perfect. Murder. Right. Great. Can I just keep giving you ones? <laughs> yeah, type, these are type murder in for 30 percent. <laughs> type murder into Google. Hammer. All right, perfect. Well, thanks to everyone for joining us. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, thank you, guys. Next time oh. we have you on, we will get you guys so mad at each other that Care. you're gonna want to you're gonna want to fist fight. That's inappropriate. <sighs> Not really. I think you could take them. Why would you incite violence like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you're smirking at me, but I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yeah. See ya.